0: Just go to Indeed.com slash blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Welcome to the show. Welcome to another week. It's Ivy Nation Sports Talk and... Um, you know it's Black Monday in in NFL circles, but this is uh, this is good Monday in terms of Notre Dame football recruiting today. That's why we've got the man Brian Roberts, our football recruiting, our Notre Dame football recruiting analyst, with us today. What's up, man?
2: Uh, not much, Sean. It's always a uh, it's always an absolute pleasure to be invited on this show, man. It doesn't happen too often, so I relish these opportunities. I really do.
1: I mean, we, we would have you more, but I know that you've got like at least four jobs that you've got going on out there so there's there's and, only so much we can stretch you you're not well and this the a
2: the six o'clock show does stress into uh into you know bedtime a little bit mm-hmm. for the couple of the kiddos as well so yes but i appreciate it being on and always i saw that tommy guns is really happy to see that i wasn't abducted by by the cartels i would just say this tommy i wasn't <laughs> on the mailbag today because i was hoping to miss you so i didn't have to see you in the chat but here we are sir, i'm back i'm back in here
1: Yep. Jumping in with us. Vince is going to be along in a little bit. We've got plenty of topics we're going to hit in rapid fire. We've got, of course, the national championship game coming up tonight. So we will touch on that in rapid fire and some other Notre Dame topics as well. But we start with the big recruiting news of the day. 2025 safety Ethan Long from Connecticut committed to Notre Dame just within about the last half hour or so. We were all waiting and waiting. Waiting, and uh, that finally happened. But the six-two hundred and eighty-five-pound safety chose Notre Dame over a list of other schools that included Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, Wisconsin. He currently ranks as a four-star and the uh, number twenty-seven safety in the twenty twenty-five recruiting class. And uh, Notre Dame's already received another commitment from an elite Florida safety, Ivan Taylor, from the twenty-five class, and they got a big commitment over the weekend in uh, chicago defensive lineman christopher burgess so things going really well right now tell us how all this went down ryan the uh commitment today of ethan long
2: well i mean before the show i was joking with you and you know it, it's it's part joking but it's also part not is that notre dame i mean purely has just been the number one team for ethan long for several months like back no hyperbole if you would have asked me in august where do i think ethan long's gonna go I would have said Notre Dame, like before the season even started. It, it just—it's been Notre Dame, and then just a little chasm, and then the rest of the Midwest powers basically after that. You know, Ohio State I think did a pretty good job. I think Michigan did a good job. Penn State even had a little bit of traction at some points. Wisconsin actually did a surprisingly good job, but this one was always Notre Dame. It, it really was because I think Sean—he was one of the players that has really been blowing up from the 2025 perspective before the season. He was camping everywhere. And he actually was one of the players that camped at Notre Dame and got an offer. And and pretty much from the onset of him getting his offer, he became a priority pretty quickly because Notre Dame saw him at camp. They saw him in person. They saw the 6'2". They saw the 185 pounds. They saw the movement skills. As a sophomore, he played at a different high school, not at Brunswick School, and he – was asked to do a little bit of a little more as far as playing from depth, true free safety role. Now the last two years here at Brunswick School, they've asked him to be a little bit more of a downhill, playing the box a little bit more underneath zone, that type of dude. But you've really seen his his game just evolve from a versatility perspective. And this was a guy that for several months, their name has been pushing for. And I I had it, I think one of my last interviews was with him in I think early December. I had something on the site about it. And I had basically asked him, like, you know, timeline, like, is there an update on when you would like to commit? And he had said at that point, like, probably sometime end of December, obviously straight stretch a little bit into early January here. But ultimately we got here because Notre Dame quickly after they saw him in person said, that's a guy that we need. That's a guy that we want in the class. It is a very important year for safety recruiting for Notre Dame in 2025 because everybody knows that that followed 2024. It was a little bit up and down, right? As far as how we got to the final process. Mm -hmm. So far, getting Ethan Long on top of getting Ivan Taylor, on top of potentially not being done as well. Ethan Long was a player that Notre Dame wanted for a long time, and they were able to obviously finally finish the deal here.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
1: Safety has been an area, consistent safety recruiting. Obviously, you have a guy like Kyle Hamilton. That was huge. But other than that, again, consistency of the position has yep. has been an issue for this program. So this has got to be huge to get two guys like this in the same class.
2: I mean, if you're just talking about the last, like, three years or so, Sean, I mean, 2022 – Notre Dame basically struck out at safety. I mean, they were in a solid position for Xavier and who ended up eventually going to Iowa. Everybody knows the backstory on that one and the, you know, the the visit that took place there. But they end up only signing Jaden Bellamy in that class, who was going to play safety for Notre Dame early on, and he is no longer with the program, obviously. And then you follow up in 2023 where, I think you got a good two man class in Adon Schuller and Ben Minnick but it could have been a whole lot better. I mean, you had Peyton Bowen committed at one point. You had Brandon Hillman that actually did sign at Notre Dame on National Signing Day, but obviously it never enrolled due to the academic stuff that we've touched on many times. And then 2024 it was a mess, man. It was. I think you ended up in a solid spot comparative to where I thought they were going to be at one time. You get a high upside guy in Bronte Johnson out of the state of Indiana, obviously. You get Kenny Urlacher and Tabron Benny Powell, who I think are solid football players, but you didn't really move the needle outside of Tabra, uh, of Bronte Johnson's upside, right? So Notre Dame really needed a big 2025 class, getting Ivan Taylor early, getting Ethan Long second, and then Notre Dame is also going to push for a third safety in this class, a particular football player that we'll talk about in a little bit, but you're absolutely correct safety dividends have not paid off i think it's going to continue to pay off though moving forward because now that kyle hamilton is not just 14th overall first round pick kyle hamilton he's pro bowl all pro kyle hamilton i think that that's a much bigger sell obviously so i think rec- safety recruiting in 2025 is definitely getting better and they really really needed it to get better because it was not great over in a couple years span there
1: i think everyone's kind of fixated on the rec- i mean it- Understandably so. I mean, everyone wants to have the number one recruiting class in the country. If you can, they've got the number one class right now. So you add yep. this to it, and that just kind of continues to strengthen this class, I would think.
2: It does. And I think the one cool thing, too, if you're talking about the, the hunt for number one, if Notre Dame's ever to get a number one class. This is one of the years where it could be possible. Again, I, I think that it's always going to be a, against Notre Dame a little bit because some of the SEC schools, the Georgias, the Alabamas of the world, the Texas A and M's in a given year, like they're going to be able to spend late and kind of push their number up. You know, the Oregon's of the world as well, included in that conversation. But Notre Dame is going to have a big class in 2025. That's like another note, Sean. Is that 2024? You ended up with 23 commits for a long time. We kept telling everybody this is going to be a smaller class in 2024 because Notre Dame loves so many guys that they're on early in 2025. They are on them big time. So I wouldn't expect this one to be a 23 man class in 2025. I would expect this 25 plus, maybe getting up to 27, 28. There's a lot. There's going to be big numbers in 2025 and Notre Dame's going to have a chance to at least be a top three-ish type of class in 2025 because they're off to a great start when you have a Legitimately, a uh, potentially elite quarterback in Deuce Knight, and you have Ivan Taylor, who's a top thirty player according to you know, multiple platforms. You are in on some big time offensive tackles. Obviously, right now you're big, big on another one, another safety. There's wide receivers on the board that no, that Notre Dame lugs a ton. I think Notre Dame has to have a has a chance to have a very good class in twenty twenty five and the highest ranked one, and probably the best overall one in the Marcus Freeman era so far. It has that upside,
1: I think. Brandon wants to know what you like about him, what you like about Ethan Long, his strengths. Well, Maybe just talk about his game a little bit. I mean, Brandon, it's completely, it's
2: really cliche to say because the young man's last name is Long, but like the first thing that pops <laughs> off is he is long. 6'2". Yeah, I mean, Johnny's 6'2". He reports a 75 and a half inch wingspan and he's, again, only 16 years old. So he's going to get bigger. He's going to get stronger. He probably has another growth spurt in him. So he is a... What what was Marcus Freeman's thing that he wanted to do the minute he came to campus? Not even talking about him as a defensive coordinator. When he got here initially for his defensive perspective, what did he want to do? He wanted to get longer, and he wanted to get more athletic. And Ethan Long certainly adds to that. That length that he has shows up on film because what he's able to do from a versatile pers- versatility perspective is because of the athletic traits he has. One, he's a smooth mover. One, he's a good mover. Two, he's incredibly long. So that allows him to not only play from depth and to have a little bit of range on the back end, it also allows him to come up. It allows him to play some man-to-man coverage against some bigger slots, tight ends on the next level. And I think he has good ball skills. I think he has really good length. And I think he's just a solid overall athlete all around. I don't I don't know if I would necessarily say he's elite in any capacity, but I think he's got solid to good short area quickness. I think he's got solid to good range on the back end. He's just a really good overall athlete at the position on top of having the the frame that he has to add even more weight and not move it forward. He's a good tackler too, by the way.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that that's probably the thing that kind of stood out just watching some of the film that I saw him today is, is the tackling. And you do see him, you know, not, not just playing, you know, free safety and, and back there playing center field and stuff like that. You do see him playing up closer to the line of scrimmage and playing some man to man and using some of that physicality that he's got yeah. as well.
2: Well, I mean, cause the the one thing that I love, Sean, is that coaches for the most part are pretty smart, right? If I put that <laughs> if I put Ethan Long back at depth and I just ask him to play true free safety, you can avoid that guy, right? Because he's going to be playing, you know, f- heels at 15 or heels at 12, whatever, and being able to work from depth. There are ways to manipulate and to not have to deal with that type of player. But when you're able to also rotate him down in the box, rotate him into the slot it's hard to avoid a guy that can just be in a lot of different areas. That's why a lot of really good corners on the high school level, like Cree Thomas, that's committed to Notre Dame in the 2025 class as a junior, they threw him at safety because they wanted to utilize him everywhere. Not just on one side of the field. They want to be able to kind of put him in different spots so that you can eliminate him. And I think that that's the big thing with Ethan is that he can make an impact in a lot of different roles on the next level. I could see him playing a little bit of big nickel. I could see him playing, free safety. I could see him playing in a too high system. I could see him coming down into the box. I can see all those things. And I think that that upside combined with what you have in Ivan Taylor, because we always have to talk about this. It's a part of a class and to have Ivan Taylor, who's incredibly smooth, can play a lot of man-to-man coverage. Like I wouldn't be shocked if Ivan Taylor is a nickel early on in his career at Notre Dame. I wouldn't be shocked at all him. And the fact that Ethan long are such different players they can work together. You can utilize them in different areas of the game and get them on the field at the same time. And then when you add in the other safety that Notre Dame is pushing for heavily in 2025, they have a chance to not only have a great three-man class, but they have a chance to have a three-man class that plays off of one another extremely well. They can be utilized in so many different facets and they can be used together. This isn't a square peg and round hole like people were asking about the... Defensive line class in 2025 on the board, and they sort of mentioned in like Texas A&M a couple years ago, and they had a great defensive line class, but you knew that it wasn't going to work because you had too many players that did the same thing. Right? There wasn't enough the d- d- diversity in that group. I think what you have so far in the safety class in 2025, you have diversity. You have different body types. You have different types of players, and I think foundationally, it's going to be big time for the safeties on the next level.
1: Yeah, sounds like it. So. You kind of teased this a little bit ago. What's what's next then at safety yeah. for this twenty five class?
2: Well, the, the one big name that's on the board, and we know that the recruiting world is very volatile at times, right? So things can change, boards can change, players can be added to a board. There's so many guys can basically get you know scholarships pulled. Like there's there's things that happen, right? But ultimately, the guy that Notre Dame is still going to push for heavily is Jadon Blair, who plays out of Mount Tabor in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Now, Sean, I just mentioned that Ethan Long was a pretty long football player, right? 6'2", 185 pounds, 75 and a half inch wingspan. Jadon Blair is 6'4", 185 pounds, and wow. he looks, wow. and this is verified because if you, if you actually Google his name with Irish Breakdown attached, one of the first articles I wrote was a picture of him next to Marcus Freeman. And Marcus Freeman's like, six one, like he's a pretty tall guy for the most part. And he dwarfs Marcus Freeman. Like he makes Marcus (laughs) Freeman look tiny. This kid is a legitimate six, four. He looks like a young Kyle Hamilton. I was going to say like six,
1: four, that's, that's Kyle Hamilton. Yes. And I'm I'm not
2: so sure that he'll ever get up to 220 pounds like Kyle, but he is going to be six, four, two Oh five with length for days. And this is another kid that is very different than the other two. I mean, I seemingly, in my mind, I could put a th- three safeties on the field at once because I could say, Ivan Taylor, you're playing nickel. I could say field, sa- uh, free field safety. I'm going to put Ethan Long there because I like to rotate him down a little bit and get him you know, moving downhill. And then I'm going to rotate Jadon Blair from the boundary to the middle of the field at times. So you could legitimately get three safety Three safeties on the field at one time just in the 2025 class if you're able to get Jadon Blair, which, by the way, he's most likely going to take a visit in January back to Notre Dame, which would be his third time on campus. He was at two other games or actually three other games last year of Notre Dame opponents. So he saw Notre Dame like four times last year from game day visits. He is very high on Notre Dame. So if Notre Dame's able to close on a Jadon Blair, that is the best safety class that they've had in, I don't even know. I, I would actually have yeah. to do research on it, honestly. Like, you, Might be the last ever. time that – because Ivan Taylor is a top 30 player, Sean, by two different platforms. Jadon Blair is a top 50 player by at least one platform. He's a dude, man. He has a higher upside than even Ivan does. And then you throw in Ethan Long, who, by the way, is another four-star caliber football player, a good player overall. That is a crazy, crazy safety class potentially. And Notre Dame is – and I want to repeat this so people – because people are going to ask this a million times – Does this mean that they're not going to push for Jadon Blair? I'm telling you all, listen to me, and I'm sure I'll repeat myself (laughs) a million times at this point. They are going to continue to push for Jadon Blair because he is a player that is just too good for them not to push for.
0: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. and with obstacles consistently impending determination is essential in overcoming them it's this willingness decisiveness and resilience that sets marines apart with our fighting spirit we don't just fight battles we win them marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown and through adaptable problem solving we do just that learn more at marines.com
1: very interesting and that's intriguing to think about that because like it 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 takes me back to cal hamilton's freshman year when we would see those three safety sets out there and that worked so well for Notre Dame, yep. you know, I, so. I
2: I think that's where the game's going, especially for Notre Dame, Sean. I mean, cause what, what who has been playing Rover the last couple of years? It's been a, a Jack Heiser body type, right? Mm-hmm. A six foot one, 220 something, 230 pound kid who is a true linebacker though. Like he's not a safety body type, right? The body type though, out there at Rover is going to start to look a whole lot more like a safety, in my opinion, moving forward. I mean, next okay. year, you're talking about Jalen Sneed, who is 6'1", 215, 210, 215, somewhere in that ballpark, and can move like a safety. And I think some of these kids, like if you told me right now that when you're not in your nickel, at one day Jadon Blair is your starting rover at 6'4", 210 pounds, I, I would believe you. I 100% would believe you. I think that that is where... Notre Dame is moving from that position perspective.
1: No, And and I mean, when you think about how like Jack Kaiser had the fewest snaps of the linebackers this year, you yep. know, he had the great rate, you know, and still was very efficient and all that stuff. Just the fact that, that that position has to be off the field so much, but exactly. I, it, it makes sense what you're talking about. You don't have to take a guy off the field. If, if you right. have that safety type body playing that there, position to begin with.
2: There's a lot of times that the co- that college football catches up to the NFL And if you ask me from an NFL draft perspective, there's one position that I always just kind of go sour on. I say, no, thank you. That is today's Sam linebacker, which turns into an overhang a lot because you're playing so much spread in the NFL right now. Mm -hmm. That position doesn't exist to your point. That position doesn't exist. Right. Because if I'm running subs 60 plus percent of the time, I'm taking that guy out and I'm putting a nickel in. That's what I'm doing. Right. You take that linebacker out, you get a nickel on the field with guys. Now, though, though, with the Jadon Blairs of the world, if he would come to Notre Dame and maybe potentially play that spot at times, you don't have to take him out, Sean. You don't have to take him out. on When you're in your normal set, he's basically a Sam linebacker at 6'4", 210. Then when you're in just your traditional looks, he is a rover, a, a guy that's going to traditionally play out in space. So I think that position is just cr- being created so differently now, you know, and, and it's going to continue going that way because, you know... So, <sighs> I, I hate when we say sub package anymore. I, I hate that terminology because sub package is a base defense. Now it is, there was one NFL team last year that ran base defense more than 50% of the time, one single team. And I think that college football, if you're already already there, I think that's where it's going because you want to get more speed and more versatility on the field. And I think that getting these many top notch, not safeties that helps it in my opinion. I think it really does. Absolutely. It's, I thought you were avoiding me, man. What's up? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Never. No, how could I do that? Come on now.
1: He's just been hanging out, making faces. Yeah, on the back end. I was uh you know,
3: reading through rapid fire, making sure I'm up to date, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Show, That's prep. A <laughs> Show prep first. Show prep.
1: Brent uh Brent wanted to know, he says, no offense to Ryan, where's Jesse? Wow. And uh, once again, not spelling Jesse's name right, which, you know, I don't know if he, that's intentional at this point or what, but. I
3: feel like he's doing it on purpose these days. It's
1: funny because I was just talking to Jesse and he was venting about Brent coming at him about all his Brock Purdy love all the time. These last, these last couple of weeks.
3: <laughs> oh, Brock Purdy. Good old
2: Brock Purdy. Future Super Bowl champion, Brock Purdy, but um, yeah. You very well may be right. You very well may be. Hopefully not. I'm a Rams fan. I would hate to watch the 49ers win a Super Bowl, but oh, that's going so for another day. Yeah. How Rams, about that game Lions. yesterday? I know. Yeah.
1: I know. Yeah,
2: it was a weird game, man. Carson Wentz playing on one side, Sam Darnold playing on the other. That was a
1: wild game with the uh, Rams and the 49ers yesterday. Yeah, Gordian, not, there is no I in, uh, in, in, <laughs> in Jesse. <laughs> he said, how do you spell it?
3: With an I, I'm pretty sure that's way.
1: the female way to spell it but
3: I could be wrong on that.
2: Vince, it is the year 2023. We don't assume those things anymore. You're not. Preach. It's very true. (laughs) I'm in
3: a public school setting, so (laughs) you can take that for whichever way you want.
1: Names. Yeah, that's that's (laughs) right. All right, Ryan. Anything else on uh, Mr. Ethan Long before uh, we wrap it up? (laughs) I will say the funnest thing as a fan of Notre Dame football, and if you like recruiting at all,
2: go follow Deuce Knight on Twitter because mm. my guy is not shy of letting you all know who he is trying to get to be a part of this class. Okay. So if there's any ever any questions of who does Notre Dame want in the 2025 class? Go follow Deuce Knights. I mean, literally, someone just said it was hilarious, Vince. Someone said, um, uh, oh, now all you need is Dallas Golden and Mark Zachary. And he retweeted it and just said, shh, it needs to be a secret. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> gosh, this guy, man. So 2025 class is exciting, folks. It really is because you have a great leader of Deuce Knight. You have a very charismatic leader at that, a big five-star quarterback who I, I think I think this is going to end up being Marcus Freeman's best class, 2025, in my opinion.
3: All they got to do is add a kicker. Vince pushing for the kickers, shocker. I I, specifically in the 25, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, (laughs) does he reside in Granger, Indiana? He may,
2: Vince. Vince, I'll bring him back in like five years, yeah, exactly. Fifth-year
3: senior, it'd be fine, correct? When he's (laughs) a graduate transfer, and that will be the best year of my life, so that's okay. We'll go to middle
1: Tennessee State for four years, right?
3: I'm a patient man, I am a patient man, it's all good.
1: All right. Thanks, Ryan. Appreciate it as always. Oh, thank you guys. Have a good one. Okay. You day, Ryan. Take care, Ryan Roberts. And of course, if you're, you know, if you're an Irish breakdown subscriber, you know. Just follow Ryan, read Ryan's stuff, all of his recruiting stuff. Great. Oh, great yeah. stuff all the time. How are you today, Vince? I'm fantastic. It was
3: uh, it was my first day back to the day job. And boy, let me tell you, it was a busy one, Sean Styers. It was not what I expected it anyway, which is one of the things I do enjoy about the job. But when you walk in and there are parents waiting for you, uh oh. You kind of know what your day First is. First day bring. back
1: from Christmas break and you've got parents <laughs> sitting there in the office. Yes. In the waiting area. Where's uh-huh.
3: the Dario? Yeah. What you want to see. Yes, waiting waiting for you with court documents. All right, let's go to work. Oh, <laughs> so, sounds
1: like yeah, that was sounds funny. like not fun.